Good morning, everyone. Welcome to your D1T and 5 for the morning of Wednesday, December 23rd, 2020. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. The Gainesville Suns' Zach Abelverde has a source with first-hand knowledge that Florida men's basketball student-athlete Keontae Johnson has been diagnosed with a heart inflammation that may be related to an earlier infection for COVID-19. No official word yet from the athletic department or Johnson's family, but Abelverde goes on to say it's likely Johnson will miss the rest of the season. Yahoo's Pete Thamel was the first to report yesterday that Auburn is hiring Boise State head football coach Brian Harson to the same position. A source close to the search said, There's been lots of speculation out there, but it's been a professional search. The process was managed in a way that's consistent with industry standards. Auburn Tigers president Jay Googe saying, Our search was diligent and thoughtful, and it is unfortunate that so much misinformation was spread in the recent days about the process. Parker assisted with the hire at Auburn. Boise State Broncos president Marlene Trump, who is also in the midst of hiring a new AD, said Boise State has been on a stunning trajectory for decades and has effectively built on our previous successes. Each of our head coaches has used his unique talents to enhance the excellence of this program, an excellence we have all come to expect, and we are confident our next coach will do the same. A national search for our next head coach will begin immediately. In other personnel news, College of Charleston Senior Associate AD Laura Legman will retire this month after 31 years with the Cougars. Bucknell has extended its deal with Adidas through June of 2026. The Athletics' Chris Kamrani offers a glimpse of what football student-athletes have gone through behind the scenes to make this season possible. He talked to Oregon's Tom Snee, who says he's lost sensation after undergoing so many nasal swabs to test for the coronavirus. Snee saying, you get used to it after a while, and then it comes to a point where you don't even feel it. It's a good thing and a bad thing, I guess. Following a victory over Colorado two weeks ago, Utah wide receiver Britton Covey admitted that we're all pretty burnt out. And South Carolina linebacker Spencer Eason Riddle explained that after a couple of weeks, student-athletes were aware of which nurses administered more painful nasal swabs. ESPN's Chris Peters and Myra Metcalf examine what lessons the NCAA could learn from the NCHC's recent pod, which included all eight teams in one location in Omaha from December 1st to the 21st. The NCHC successfully cleared all student-athletes and did not postpone a single event, and Commissioner Josh Fenton explained, We learned a lot through that initial on-site arrival test. When we got through it, we went into more of a cadence of surveillance testing. Once the event was underway, teams were tested every game day, with those scheduled to play early in the day undergoing testing the day before. For such scenario to work on a larger scale for men's and women's basketball, physician Dr. Jeremy Caldwell says it will be important for teams to find enough playing venues and hotels to spread out the teams. In my opinion, Caldwell said, the first building block is to find a place to put 68 different teams and not mix them. You have to be testing routinely, so they're testing negative coming in. The NCAA penalties against football head coach Dan Mullen that were announced yesterday are related to those against Texas A&M head football coach Jimbo Fisher from earlier this year. In that, quote, both coaches were punished for violating NCAA recruiting contact rules during visits to the Seattle High School of the same class of 2020 recruit back in 2019. After a two-day hearing on a Title IX complaint filed by four Iowa female student-athletes, District Judge Stephanie Rose announced yesterday she will grant an injunction blocking the Hawkeyes from dropping women's swimming for the 2021-22 school year. Awful announcing's Joe Lucia reports the reshuffling of championship week matchups provided little benefit to networks of conferences, 
In summation, the Mac, Mountain West, and ACC all saw big jumps in their viewership as compared to last year's game, while the other four Power 5 Conference Championship games saw downgrades in viewership from 2019. Speaking of that football money, Nevada head football coach Jay Norvell got $10,000 for the bowl win yesterday and ends the season with $50,000 in on-field bonuses. And Colorado head football coach Carl Durrell has been named Pac-12 Head Coach of the Year. The award would be worth a $50,000 bonus, but the school says it is still determining whether bonuses will be paid this season. In baseball news, per D1 Baseball's Kendall Rogers, Big East ADs have approved a 28-game conference schedule that includes seven total conference weekends with four-game series, and schools will be allowed to play non-conference games. Meanwhile, in the Big South, ADs have approved a schedule format for the upcoming season that features 50 total games, including 40 conference matchups. And in COVID-19 news, Miami of Ohio men's basketball has paused its activities, as has Northern Kentucky men's basketball. And Arkansas men's basketball head coach Eric Musselman did not coach in last night's game against Abilene Christian due to contact tracing protocols. Assistant head coach David Patrick stepped in for the win over the Wildcats. That's your D1T for the morning of Wednesday, December 23rd. I'm Connor Newcomb saying make sure to join us back here this evening.